I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. A deadly new drug meant for horse tranquilizers found in North Carolina. Most people who are opioid users aren't expecting this to be in their drugs. What experts are sharing about how this dangerous new trend is making the opioid crisis worse. Then, a Georgia man wanted for murder, tracked down and arrested in a Wake County neighborhood. Hear from people who woke up to cop cars and sirens. Enjoy this while it lasts. I'm tracking dangerous heat and our next chance of storms. A new emerging drug threat has made its way to North Carolina. We're talking about xylazine. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dan Haggerty. And I'm Ashley Rowe. Xylazine has already been detected in 18 counties across our state, the most recent in Robeson and Durham counties just last week. It's typically used as a tranquilizer for horses. Mixed with fentanyl, it's considered a deadly combination. As WRL's Destiny Patterson reports, this mixture has led to a national response from the White House. A drug not typically meant for humans is growing in prevalence. Xylazine has been increasingly detected mixed with opioids like fentanyl. We're seeing a, a pretty rapid proliferation of xylazine in the black market or street opioid supply. The Drug Enforcement Administration warned communities of the deadly combination. In 2022, roughly 23% of fentanyl powder and 7% of fentanyl pills seized by the DEA contained xylazine. We usually don't know what's in the drug supply until it's too late, either when people are arrested or they're dead. Most people who are opioid users aren't expecting this to be in their drugs. Both Nabarun Dasgupta and Colin Miller have studied drugs and overdose prevention for more than 35 years combined. Their work at the UNC Street Drug Analysis Lab has opened the door of exploration on xylazine, also known as Trank. Since its only FDA approval is as a veterinary sedative, it's not been widely tested for or even researched. We don't have a lot of medical understanding about what xylazine does to human bodies. Xylazine is known to slow the heart rate and even cause wounds that heal like burns. Now the White House's goal is to reduce overdose deaths from that combination by 15% within the next two years. Overdose deaths in 2021 increased 22% in the state. More than 77% of those deaths likely involved fentanyl. We've seen it in urban areas, we've seen it in rural areas, we've seen it in the western parts of the state, out to the coast. While the DEA says Narcan does not reverse its effects, Dasgupta says people should still have it on standby. All the xylazine that we are seeing in North Carolina is found with fentanyl. So the, the naloxone or Narcan will work on the fentanyl and that's the most potent part of it. Destiny Patterson, WRAL News. The White House's plan includes increased testing and standardized data collection. 
I'm Mark Boyle in the WREL Live Center. New right now at 7 o'clock, the NTSB out with its initial report. You remember that Delta jet that made that emergency landing in Charlotte without its nose gear? This is the information about that nose gear that failed to extend before landing in Charlotte. We have some video to show you. Initial indication here indicates that it was a fractured mechanism, so some kind of communication uh, on the plane there that prevented the landing gear from extending. That resulted in that emergency landing you're right, uh, looking at right there that happened a few days ago at the Charlotte Douglas International Airport. Fortunately, no major injuries. We saw lots of video like this one right here of uh, passengers looking out the window and bringing that plane down. Some really good work right there with the pilots on board. This investigation is continuing. This is just the first report out from the NTSB. All new right now at 7 o'clock. Back to you. Interesting update. Okay, thanks, Mark. A North Carolina man will spend three years in prison for assaulting an officer during the January 6th Capitol riot. Matthew Bedingfield is from Middlesex. Evidence shows him hitting Capitol officers with a flagpole. The FBI says he went to Washington, D.C. while out on bail for attempted murder. Police say back in 2019, he shot a 17-year-old in the head at a Walmart in Johnston County. Bettingfield was sentenced today. He pleaded guilty to the Capitol riot charges back in February. Opening statements are expected to begin tomorrow in the trial of a former Durham gymnastics coach accused of touching children inappropriately. Today marked the second day of jury selection. Stephen Maness is facing four counts each of Indian liberties with a minor and sexual battery. The former Bull City gymnastics owner was offered a plea deal last year, but prosecutors rescinded it after concerns from a judge that Manus wouldn't have to register as a sex offender. Victims said the alleged abuse went on for years. A Raleigh man is accused of killing another man at a store in Atlanta back in January. U.S. Marshals arrested Lloyd Sally today at a relative's home. WRL's Chelsea Donovan spoke with neighbors who live nearby and explains how authorities tracked him down. What is usually a quiet street in this neighborhood off Pool Road in Raleigh was full of commotion Tuesday morning. Woke up to a bunch of just cop cars and sirens and radio chatter. Just before sunrise this morning, the U.S. Marshals Fugitive Task Force descended on this home on Futura Lane and arrested this man, 57-year-old Lloyd Sally. There's just no way. There's just no way you guys got the wrong guy until you show me the picture. Like, there's just no way. Neighbors were shocked to learn that Sally was charged with ambushing a man in a bathroom in Atlanta on January the 27th. You can see Sally in this surveillance video. Police say he waited for 32-year-old Eric Moffitt to come out of the bathroom at a downtown cafeteria before firing a fatal shot. It's always surprising, especially when you don't know somebody so only so much and you find something out like that. After the murder, Atlanta police released these images and video of the suspect. Finally, in March, tips helped identify the man as Lloyd Sally, but it wasn't until five months later when the U.S. Marshals tracked him to this home where he was staying with a relative. Lloyd Sally is currently in the Wake County Detention Center under no bond. He'll go before a judge tomorrow. Chelsea Donovan, WRAL News, Raleigh. Well, taking a live look at downtown Raleigh now, look at the beautiful sun. It's going to be setting tonight. Uh, one of the last days we're going to be seeing without dangerous heat or risk for storms this week. Meteorologist Kat Campbell is in the WRAL Severe Weather Center with a closer look. Kat? I wish we could hold on to this weather forever, but we are going to see the humidity climb. And with that, we've got more moisture for storms as well. But let's take a closer look at the heat index forecast this week. Tomorrow, upper 90s, near 100 on Thursday, but it's really Friday 
Saturday and Sunday when we enter that dangerous heat territory. The heat index expected to exceed 105, so we could be looking at some potential heat advisories this weekend. We're also looking at a threat for storms. We've got an approaching system from the west. When you combine that with increasing moisture, we'll see storm chances increasing. An isolated chance on Thursday. Better storm chances come Friday or Saturday. That's when we're up to a 60% chance, and those storms could be severe. I'll have a closer look at that coming up. Okay, thanks, Kat. This evening, investigators still trying to figure out what caused an explosion that shook a Wake County neighborhood. The explosion blew out windows. It shattered glass at this home on Penny Road last night around 11 o'clock. The blast also started a small fire. Radio traffic captures the moments that firefighters had to back away from the home after hearing another bang. Most of the damage to the home was limited to the garage and no one was injured. The water in Lee County is now safe to drink, according to new test results. The county water system has lifted the boil water advisory that started yesterday morning. That's when a water main break in Sanford caused problems with the system. City offices and county school buildings were closed yesterday due to the lack of water. Democratic North Carolina Senator Mike Woodard plans to run for mayor of Durham this year. Woodard told WRL News that he plans to file the required paperwork tomorrow morning. He served seven years on Durham City Council before winning his seat in the state Senate. He's running to replace Mayor Elaine O'Neill, who said last month that she won't be seeking re-election. Durham's mayoral primary is nonpartisan. It takes place in October. A big day of news when it comes to North Carolina's economy. The pair of announcements bringing more jobs here. Plus, North Carolina is once again recognized as the top state for business. We have chosen to invest in our people, and that's the foundation of our success. Hear more from the governor in this one-on-one -on -one interview, reacting to the news, and how North Carolina plans to keep this honor. For the second year in a row, CNBC has named North Carolina the top state in the nation for business. Mm -hmm. The new study pointed out solid economic growth, a healthy housing market, and our highly educated workforce. Just last month, Apple filed the applications to get started on its billion-dollar East Coast hub in Morrisville. VinFast and WolfSpeed are working on massive projects in our area mm -hmm. as well. However, there are some troubled signs, including concerns over political divisions, inclusion, and health care access. Mm -hmm. Today, our Deborah Morgan spoke with Governor Roy Cooper one-on-one. -on -one. Governor Cooper, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We know North Carolina is a great place for business, and it's nice to be recognized for the economic wins in this CNBC ranking as the best place for business in the whole country. Very rare to win twice in a row. And a big reason for that, the state is number one for its workforce, an educated workforce at that. How has North Carolina achieved this? Well, that's who deserves the credit, the people of North Carolina. We, we've done it because we have the hardest working, most dedicated, well-trained and educated, diverse workforce in the country. Uh, we have chosen to invest in our people, and that's the foundation of our success. And I think it's been fueled by our dynamic community college system, I think is the best in the country, the best array of public and private universities in the country, our four-year HBCUs, nobody has more than North Carolina. 
uh, and we have the largest manufacturing workforce in the Southeast. So I talk to a lot of CEOs. Uh, we obviously spend time trying to convince them to come to North Carolina. That's the first thing they care about, particularly now uh, when workers, there are shortages in many areas. They want to make sure you have the workforce and CNBC has recognized that North Carolina has that workforce available, and it's because we've invested in our education and training. Our Department of Commerce has a first-in-talent program that ties a lot of the training to specifically what businesses need. Uh, so we're really on a roll. The people of North Carolina deserve the credit, and I'm excited about this designation today. I think it's going to generate even more jobs for our state. Well, North Carolina has you as a Democratic governor and a Republican-led General Assembly. And today, Senator Phil Berger, a Republican, said the Republicans had the vision to grow the business in the state and overcome partisanship. He said it was despite your obstructionism and veto. So what's your response to that? Well, I'll say that we have all worked together. We've agreed to expand Medicaid. Uh, we've agreed to put in a carbon plan that gets us to carbon zero by 2050 in order to attract clean energy companies to North Carolina. And I think it's been our willingness to work together that has gotten us to where we are. And I don't think that uh, we need to get into a blame game when there's a day to celebrate the good things that we have in North Carolina. Where, where the real rub is, and CNBC pointed this out, is that Republicans have wanted to move us into the cultural wars, which not only uh, attack people for who they are and marginalize vulnerable people, but it's also bad for business. Uh, it's pretty clear that businesses look at those issues when they're making decisions on where to go. And over the last few years, we've stayed away from that. It's one of the reasons why we have been successful. My vetoes have kept us from going there. Uh, we are the number one state for business, so we don't need to be blaming each other for anything because we've had a very successful few years. What I want to do is to keep it that way. And I think if we can stay out of those culture wars, make sure we fund education like we need to, then North Carolina can continue with its success. Deborah Morgan doing that interview. Of course, it was a, a big topic, a big interview. If you'd like to watch the full interview with Governor Cooper, you can do so on this story at WRAL.com. And there were two other big economic announcements for our state today. Honda Jet will build a new factory in Guilford County. The facility will build the company's new 2600 longer range jet aircraft. It'll create about 280 jobs when it opens, with pay averaging more than $88,000. Also today, TTX Company announced it will move its headquarters to Charlotte. They make rail cars and take care of rail logistics. That's another 150 new jobs that will pay a minimum of 162000 a year. Wake County is adding 74 new jobs to its Medicaid office, but they can't hire them just yet. Wake County commissioners voted last night to add those new positions to handle tens of thousands of new enrollees under Medicaid expansion. But that's currently in a holding pattern because state lawmakers have not yet passed a state budget and expansion doesn't take effect until that budget does. Catherine Thompson with Wake County Health and Human Services said Medicaid enrollment could increase by 25 percent and they have to be ready to hire and train new workers. So we're moving forward with that so that we can, um, you know, be prepared for Medicaid expansion. Of course, 
As far as taking applications, um, we have to wait on the legislature passing the budgets. Thompson said Medicaid expansion could bring in 100,000 new applications that will have to be processed. And the price for the new positions is around $5 million. But the county's share of that cost is a little over a million. Well, just a beautiful day to be out on the water. Here is a, an image from Wrightsville Beach. Wouldn't it be just lovely to take a sunset stroll in the sand tonight? Meteorologist Kat Campbell here now and, and doing that tonight because it looks like later this week it could either be too hot or stormy. Exactly. Today is the day to be outside. I wish we could kind of switch it up and have these nice days over the weekend. We had no rain today and we also had the lower humidity, but things are really going to ramp up as we head into the end of the week. Thursday, 95 is our high. Storm chance is still pretty low on Thursday, but there is a chance of an isolated storm late. By Friday, severe storms are possible. We're not under any risk just yet, but with the way the atmosphere is set up Friday and Saturday, I think we'll at least be under that risk both of those days, high temperatures in the lower 90s, but high humidity both of those days means the heat index should exceed 105, and that would put us in the territory of a heat advisory being issued those days. Something we'll be watching for now. Enjoy this nice weather. High pressure in control. It's sitting right overhead. High pressure has sinking air, and that's what's really drying us out and also allowing for us to get a break from the storm chances for today. High pressure slides offshore, and then we're going to be tracking a front that moves in for the west. That's the next system. And so with more moisture in place this weekend and a front moving closer to help to trigger those storms, that's why storm chances are increasing for Friday and Saturday. Unfortunately, it looks like we could have better coverage of those storms. I did want to mention the Storm Prediction Center has the western half of our viewing area placed under a level one threat for severe weather on Thursday. That chance is going to be more isolated. I think the better threat of a severe storm would be in the mountains. We can't rule one out here locally, but we have a lot more thunderstorms on the radar expected for Friday and Saturday, and that's why those are the days that we're more focused in on. It's a 30% chance Thursday night by Friday and Saturday. We're up to a 60% chance of rain and storms. Sunday, it's a 40% chance. We don't yet have high resolution model data available for Friday and Saturday, so check in for updates as we get closer to the weekend. We'll help you fine tune that forecast. For now, it's 88 degrees and sunny on this Tuesday night in Raleigh. The best part is the muggy meter. It's tolerable today. We've fell two categories, and this is as good as it's pretty much going to get in July in North Carolina. The dew point, 64 degrees. That number, about 10 degrees lower than we were at this time last week. So all of last week and the weekend, we were in the tropical category. That's exactly where we are set to be as we head into this upcoming weekend. Tomorrow, just going up a little bit. But right now, our temperature, 82 in Roxborough, 88 in Southern Pines, 89 in Fayetteville and Rocky Mount, as well as Clinton. Those are the warmest cities on the map at this point. If you want to sit outside, maybe have a fire. Good night for s'mores with a family for dessert. 81 at 8 o'clock by 10 o'clock. 76 degrees. Our seven-day forecast features all 90s across the board for highs, and it's pretty hot. We're talking mid-90s, high humidity. Once we get to Thursday, and pretty much the rest of the seven-day forecast, our heat indices should be in the triple digits. Best storm chances Friday and Saturday, and storms more scattered as we get into Sunday and into early next week. Ashley and Dan? You've got me thinking about s'mores now, Kat. <laughs> I, I was talking about pizza earlier, s'mores. <laughs> I mean, I'm hungry, can you tell? <laughs> Thanks, Kat. It's dinner time. Still ahead, the North Carolina Zoo is getting some high praise with the birth of a new baby chimp. We'll introduce you and explain the details coming up.
if you're still hoping to plan a trip to the beach this summer, you might want to consider Myrtle Beach. There's a new survey. Uh, a local travel magazine compiled a list of the most affordable destinations around the globe. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina made the list because of its free access to the boardwalk and beaches and what researchers consider affordable dining and hotel options. The other city in North America that made the list, Cape May, New Jersey. The North Carolina Zoo just announced another new addition. This female baby chimp was born July 1st to mom Jeannie. Zoo staff say they are both doing well. The baby chimp will be named in the coming weeks. This is the seventh chimp born at the North Carolina Zoo since 2010, making it a top tier zoo for breeding chimps. How about that? Cutie. Country music superstar Eric Church is coming to Chapel Hill this August for a special performance. So ticket sales will go to Heels for Life, which supports UNC football players. Calling me home an evening with Eric is set for August 3rd at Memorial Hall. That's a day before his larger performance at Walnut Creek. Tickets are available online for this benefit show. They range in price from $375 to $1,500. Church attended App State, but he's a self-proclaimed Tar Heels fan, a big fan. You might remember in April of 2022, he got in some hot water when he canceled a concert in San Antonio, Texas, so he could watch the Heels play and ultimately beat Duke in oh, the wow. Final Four. Tonight, a very special group of performers from our area will take the national spotlight on America's Got Talent. It doesn't matter how many times I listen to that song, I still get chills. Yeah, everybody, you know, we know these guys, the 82nd Airborne Band and Choir from Fort Liberty. They still are good, though, aren't oh. they? Yeah. America's Got Talent posted this video of the group auditioning with the cover. You know this song, My Girl. Don't miss their shot to move on to the next round. You can watch them right here on WRAL in about 30 minutes. That's when America's Got Talent starts. Let's go. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Thanks for making WRAL your choice for local news. Our next newscast is at 10 o'clock on Fox 50, and we'll see you back here on WRAL at 11 o'clock. Have a great night. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.